am I gonna let this person ruin a good song or ruin this experience at this special place that I love to death? Am I going to let that person take that away from me? Take all my joy and my peace? No, I refuse. Forgive them. Forgive them. Hello and welcome to Nacho's Cafe. This is your host, Will, aka Nacho. And today is Momo, Motivational Monday, where we start your week with some motivation. First of all, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to take a listen to my motivational Monday. The words that I have to say, things that I find that could be touching or motivating to start you for your week. As I said on my very first episode for Motivational Monday, it's basically, like I said, focus on motivating you. But then again, I can't motivate you. Only you can motivate yourself. And I think in the time that we're facing in these days, it is substantial to stay up and stay motivating and stay moving and stay thriving. I feel like what's going on in the world right now is really pushing you to self-reflect, really see where you are in your life right now. Are you pleasing everybody else around the world or are you trying to find what satisfies you and create change within yourself and greatness within yourself? Maybe you already have found it, but what are you doing to push it further? What are you doing to go to the next chapter? What are you doing in life that pushes you to look in the mirror and to smile at yourself and say, hey, I know you? Or are we too busy looking in the mirror or trying not to look in the mirror because that person looking back is a stranger. I'm just giving you a little touch of what we'll be talking about next week. Because next week I'm going to be challenging you all on reflection. That's something that's been asked to really go in depth with. And that is something I'm very passionate about. But I'm not going to dilly-dally too much on that today. Because today the topic I want to talk about is forgiveness. The power of forgiveness. For a lot of us. It's a difficult element to gain. Forgiveness, according to the dictionary, means an act of forgiving, state of being forgiven, disposition or willingness to forgive. Well, let's go further. What does forgive mean? Um, forgive. So this is what, really what forgiveness means, but this is the word forgive means to grant pardon for or remission of. To give up all claim on account of, remit. To grant pardon to a person. And to cease to feel resentment against. That's a big one right there, resentment. Resentment holds you to something. To cancel an indebtedness or liability of. So that's what forgive means. One of the topics that I'll be talking about soon is called uh, the power of letting go. But we're not talking about that just yet. We'll be talking about forgiveness today. The power of forgiveness. In my mind, I feel like forgiveness is actually a gift. Once you gain forgiveness, whether you're asking it or giving it, I believe that you gain something from out of that. There is a situation in our lives, some of us, whether you have gone through it or not, but most of us, everybody on this earth basically has There's something in your life that's hinged and you can't move past it because whether the person or persons that have done you wrong, you have not forgiven them. You have resentment towards them and you just cannot let it go. 
despite of whatever ugly act they have done towards you. And because of that, they hold power over you. Every time you come into contact or maybe around them, it brings anger, annoyance, um, resentment. Almost like you want to cause harm to them and it doesn't phase you. This has something to do with not forgiving this individual who has wronged you. Now, there are a lot of things that, and I'm being very, very broad with this because there's a lot of things that all of us have been through differently. I may have not gone through what you've gone through. You haven't gone through what I've gone through. There are many things that I have heard in my life from individuals that I have met in my crossing in this life that are very, 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 very hard um, things that have happened to them. And, you know, my heart goes out to them. But I also definitely encourage, you know, when you can, when you can, when you're able, take your life back. And forgive that individual. It may take a long time depending on the relationship with this individual. Whether it's family, whether it's a friend, whether it's a boss, an employee. Whatever the case is, it's something that you have to definitely gain back. You have to claim that back into your life because they're holding a piece of mind every time you come into contact with them. Whether it's forgiveness that you may need to ask or forgiveness that you need to be given to them. And sometimes um, when it comes to forgiveness, like you're forgiving somebody, it's not a matter of waiting for them to ask you for forgiveness. It's a matter of you holding that power to forgive them. Um, here's an example, actually. Um, years ago, when I was growing up, and this is very, very long time ago, I was in uh, eighth grade. I had a best friend of mine a long time ago. We were just like the closest things ever. He had my back. I had his back. And he was like really the, um, he was the most popular guy in the whole entire school. Every girl wanted to be with him and yada, yada, yada. And then from out of everybody, he chose to have me as his best friend. Um, can't really remember how we became best friends in a class, I think, or something like that. And I just started talking to, I think, this girl who was his girlfriend and da, 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 then making friends or her. What happened was... Somewhere in eighth grade, I, I feel like, you know, when you're in seventh grade, because I met him in seventh grade, and uh, he taught me how to kind of like be, you know, when you're going through those styles when you're young, you know, at that time it was like the gangster look, baggy pants. I would never be caught dead. <laughs> my mom would tear my butt up if she saw me having my pants sagging down. It wasn't me, but I was doing it because it was kind of our thing, me and me and him. We had this thing like, okay, you got I got baggy pants for you, man. So da da da, you know. I was doing it, have your hair slicked backed. This whole look, you know, he was like my best friend. Then in eighth grade became the skater scene. And I don't know what happened in eighth grade with me, but it was like, um, I just, I was like, this isn't me. This is not me. I kind of, I kind of developed my own personality and I started to, I guess you could say find myself and I started to create my own little style and a few people wanted to be a part of that, which was cool. But me and him, we kind of strayed apart because of our style, I guess. And we always had that respect for each other because um, we, man, through seventh grade, through summer, right before I moved to San Bernardino, um, the beginning of eighth grade, we were just the closest best friends ever, like buddy buddies, you know. 
and we kind of fell off after in eighth grade when style changed and I had my group of friends, he had his group of friends, and we just weren't as we were. And I remember hearing certain stories from certain friends who were like mutual friends of ours saying that, you know, he's talking about you, da-da-da-da. I'm like, screw him. And, you know, I'd be like, well, I'm going to talk about him, you know, letting all secrets out and doing gossip and all this and all that, right? So eighth grade kind of ended, and I was just, I became like, once the beginning, I was his best friend. We were best friends. Then I became like his enemy. You know, I became like his arch enemy at the school, spreading rumors and, and just blah, blah, blah. But I hated him. I didn't, I, I, I grew to hate him. I didn't care about him. And the thing about that was is that um, my Aunt Marianne, um, she would talk, <laughs> she liked him, you know, because he was always around all the time. And then she would ask, when she asked, like, well, what happened to him? And I'm like, ah, forget him, blah, 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 blah. I just like, it just sparked some kind of negative in me. And, um, you know, being grown, growing up in church and everything like that, my aunt was like, that is not of God. She was like, nope, I'm going to take you over. Like, what do you mean? I don't need, I don't need him, blah, 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 blah. He ain't my friend. I don't like him. Like, no. What you need to do is you need to have a conversation with him. Whether you ask for forgiveness or whatnot, but that ain't of God. You need to stop acting that ugly like that. That's not right. So what she did is she brought me to his house. And she's all, let me know when y'all are done. It's okay, but you need to handle this. I mean, I'm a kid in like eighth grade going to ninth grade, right? And I'm like, you know, mad and everything like that. So I go and knock on his door. I'm like, he ain't even going to be home. You know what I'm like? He's not going to be home. Because I, I really got, I got in with, like, his dad, like, his family. I knew everybody in his family. You know, I was really cool with everybody. But um, but with him, I put my hand over the key, uh, the eye hole or whatever, and I knocked on the door. <laughs> Lo and behold, he comes to the door. He's all, Will? And I'm like, yo, um, I'm over here because I just wanted to apologize. You know, I was, I was being, well, you know, I said a lot of things about you during the end. I know we probably never become like friends as we were before, but I just, I needed to come and just ask for your forgiveness. And he's like, dude, come inside. Like, he's like, forgive me too, because I was acting like a dick too, and blah, 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 but forgive me for just acting the way I did. And um, regardless of our friendship was never, ever the same, but that moment, an ugliness that was going to be developed inside me, a resentment towards this person was let go and it disappeared, it dissolved and... Um, it wasn't like hope of, no, I knew that we were never going to be the same, but knowing that, that the forgiveness was there, we no longer could, we could probably walk, you know, past and see each other and like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? Versus like, Oh, that fool back in eighth grade and da, 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 you know? So from that moment, I gained this gift that I call a gift of forgiveness because I am probably the most forgiving person you'll ever meet. Well, I don't want to say that because I don't know who you've met. You know, someone could be more forgiving than I am. I, but I, I strive so hard to not hold grudges against anybody because that feeling is so ugly. It's such an ugly feeling. My aunt had to force me to be like, no, you're going to go over there and you're going to talk to him because you think you're not in the wrong? I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm like, well, obviously you must be in the wrong because you have such animosity. Like, go ask for forgiveness. And if he asks forgiveness or not, that's up to him. But you need to ask her again because the way you're acting like right now, you need to let that go. And I thank my aunt for that because that really gave me a gift. They gave me a gift. So I, I understand forgiveness that it can create a very ugliness in you. And sometimes we need to just suck it up. And we need to, act, we need to ask for forgiveness.
I mean, I don't mean to be so, um, well, I'm not going to apologize for being spiritual, but you know, the greatest man on earth gave up his life for us to gain forgiveness. Okay. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Um, but what I mean is like, if you want something, if you want peace, you want to go through life, you know, you got to learn to forgive. You got to learn to forgive. We're human beings. We don't forget. I don't care who you are. You can say that you forget, but there is no way that you can forget because we, you just can't. <laughs> We're human beings. We hold memories in the back of this library in our mind of ours, waiting so we could pull it up so we can do harm. Is that why we don't forget? I don't know. Human nature, I guess. I have no clue. But the reason why I aim not to forget is because I want to remember what got me there. You know, I try to change it into a positive. Not that I'm trying to waver something in front of someone's head. Because that just takes so much energy to, like, wave something over someone's head and be like, do you remember when you owe me this? It's just, it's too much. It's too much energy wasted. Because it takes a lot out of you when you got to bring up this type of thing, you know. But forgiveness, like... When you're asking someone for forgiveness about what you've done, you're literally taking a big step because you know what? You know that you're not perfect. None of us is perfect. No one is perfect in this world. Nobody. We all come with baggage, some heavier than the other. We all have wrongs. We all have wronged somebody, whether it's through your mouth or through your mind. We all have wronged somebody. There's nobody on this planet is perfect. It, it just it just isn't, because we're man, we're human of of nature. We think of things. Our mind is always going, and we can think wrong or harmful acts. It will take some serious serious meditation of probably being a monk. So really know how to let go and find that inner peace. And probably they haven't, they probably learned to not ever think wrong things about people. And that, hey, that's a blessing. But majority of us, oh, yeah, we hold things. We hold grudges. We hold things. It's important to let it go. Because when you don't let these these things go, these resentment, these wrongdoings on you, you're so focused on what they did to you. Why? Why? Is that making you a better person? Is that making you a king? Because you have not forgiven the wrongs that have been done to you? And granted, there are so many types of wrongs on so many levels. I know. But there are people out there who have had their child killed. And they're looking at their murder and they say, I forgive you. That to me is powerful. If, If a parent can forgive the murderer of their child... You can do the same. You can forgive somebody. It's no greater than the other. Sin is sin. There is no such thing as a sin is greater than the other. Sin is sin. And when you put it all in a box, in a bowl, it comes out equaling sin. Wrong, putting all wrong in a bowl and melt it into, you put my wrong and your wrong in this bowl. We're going to think, oh, yours is going to be worse. And you melt it up together. It's wrong. So, No matter what, sometimes we go through these experiences to share to others, to help others heal. And so if you can show that you can forgive someone for the wrong that has been done to you, you're encouraging other people to live. You're encouraging other people to, look, this happened to me. I had no control over it. But I forgave them. I had to do it 
for me, not them. When you're forgiving somebody, it's a self thing. You know, um, it's it's uh, it's an evolve type scenario in your life. Is you're 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 in a cocoon, and you're about to become a butterfly, a moth, or you're just gonna drop into a, a little mush. But if you want to evolve and fly away, you can't stay there with those crawling legs to be crawling all over the place. You know, God created butterflies as caterpillars to show us that we all can evolve if we let go where we were and become on where we're going. Just got to let it go. And that's the power of forgiveness. You got to forgive the wrong that's been done to you so that you can have more peace. If you want more peace, you got to let go of these wrongs that have been done toward you. You have to forgive them. And sometimes, you know, when you're forgiving others, it allows you to realize you are not perfect. Um, when asking for forgiveness, you offer a form of apology, but it isn't an apology. You know, you offer a slip to the other party that shows you you are understanding to see from the other's perspective. And you know you've done harm, whether they talk about it or not. You're acknowledging your actions when you're, for, when you're asking for forgiveness. You know, no one is perfect. Uh, you or me, no one's perfect. And so... You know, get off your high horse and be the bigger person. And I know we all don't like, I'm tired of always being the bigger person. Get over yourself, please. If you have to be the big person in life, then you have to be the big person in life. But when you're doing that, you're setting an example. Because the other person who's probably done wrong to you and, 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 don't, and don't expect them to get it or to understand it or to even appreciate that you have forgiven them for the wrong that they've done they have to deal with their own pool of demons that they have to deal with okay that has nothing to do with you because you've forgiven them for you okay you're not forgiving them for them you're forgiving them for you and then if and i mean if don't forgive them because you're expecting them to be like did you forgive me i'm asking for no if they realize that you have no animosity towards them, it may or may not, like I'm saying, don't expect this. It may or may not change them. It may help them. It may encourage them to maybe step up. But for some people who are just sometimes just pure evil, pure ugly people, because there's a lot of ugly people out there that just won't get it. And you can pray for them to change. You got to let that go. Let go and let God. Let God handle that. You know what I mean? For the little things that we can control, you can control that. But you can't you can't control another person. You can't control another person and their actions. You just you can't. Because we were all raised in different homes. So what forgiveness means to them may mean differently forgiveness for you. Okay? Now when you're asking for forgiveness, you've realized that you have a hate, a resentment. Um no one person that comes into a room should be able to control your emotions. I mean that. No one person that comes into the room should control your emotions. And that goes with both forgiveness or being asked for forgiveness. But I know for myself, when, when I get all upset and angry, um, I'm holding something against somebody. 
And even if me asking for forgiveness, and I may have not done even that person wrong. I may have not even done anything to that person to even should be asking for forgiveness. But again, I am not higher than that person. When you put all of us together, we are all standing on the same level. We're all standing on a playing field. We can hold hands or not hold hands, but someone may be taller than me, but our feet are all standing in the same spot. We're all on ground. I'm not standing in the air. You're not standing in the air. We are all standing on solid ground. So there is nobody that's higher than the other. Now, if you want to stand on a rock, that's your business. I like to stand on stuff that's really stable because <laughs> I rock my crumble, you know. But I just wanted to encourage that no one is greater than. So when you're asking for forgiveness, you are actually acknowledging that you have done something wrong to this person. Now, if you see that you haven't done wrong to anybody, but you do see a certain way how this person is acting. When you ask for forgiveness, remember, you cannot expect what the outcome's going to be. You may knock on this person's door and say, hey, can I talk to you for a moment? Um, I just, I know our relationship is not the best. It's not what I would wish for a relationship would be. I know we've fallen off, and I know I've said things to you, and you've said things to me, but it's, this is right now is not about you. This is about me, and I don't mean that in a cynical way. I actually mean that in a, a way of I actually want to, I wanted to come here and ask for your forgiveness. Would you please forgive me for the way that I've acted towards you? And keep this in mind. This is putting your feelings aside. Whether or not you know if this is what this person needs to, to hear, but remember, this is for actually this is for you. Because you can forgive somebody and never even tell them. But when you're asking for forgiveness, it's you're acknowledging that there is something in between where you felt like I I'm not perfect and I know I probably did wrong. I know I've said some things and I probably never said sorry. And you don't ever know how that person handles. Words that are being thrown at them. You, you don't know. And sometimes, even if it is your brother. I mean, me and my brother, we've had some words against each other. And I think of things differently. And he holds on to things. And I may don't. I may not hold on to things. I let things go. But not everybody knows how to let things go. Maybe someone has a jar of those emotions and words that you have said to them. And they hold it all inside. But if you guys don't ever have that conversation, then it's never heard or, or given. And sometimes you don't even get a chance to um, get that. So what you do if you don't want to have a confrontation and you feel like they just will not give you the chance, write a letter. Write a letter. Mail it to them. That way it's out. And the thing is, what if they never get it? Then they'll never know. But guess what? That's not for you. The thing is that you acknowledged what you, you acknowledged the wrong that you created. And like I said, we all have done something wrong. You acknowledged that there was something that was said and you know that it could have it could have been without being said. You didn't have to say what you said, but you did. You felt like you needed to say that. And now look at where you are. There are some people who don't feel guilty about what they say because they feel like what they said is always right. <laughs> I got a rude awakening for all y'all who feel that way. 
your day is coming. Your day of reckoning is coming because you're going to realize you're going to be alone with that attitude and with that mentality. You will be standing somewhere alone, wanting and asking, where did everybody go? Well, you think you're always right. And for those who always think they're always right, people start to turn their back on you because they can't say anything to you. So you got to be careful how you say things to certain people. You got to be careful how you treat people. You want to be treated with respect? Guess what? You have to give it to get it. And again, you can't expect to get it, though. That's the only thing about life. The same treatment that you're giving, you cannot expect that's going to come back because they may comprehend differently. I may taste that there's berries in this pie. You eat, taste the pie, and you taste apples. And then you want to ask, well, what's in it? Oh, cranberry. What? I thought there was berries. I thought it was apple. Everybody interprets differently. So you can't expect someone to show you the same type of gratitude or action that you have shown them. You cannot expect that. Taking yourself off that high horse, realizing that you have said or done something wrong towards another and again when you ask for forgiveness whether you're writing in a letter leaving a voicemail or talking to them person to person they may not even say anything to you but the fact is that you showed them that they are just as equal as you you show them that you're not trying to be better bigger um a high and mighty person you are literally showing them hey i I'm sorry. Um, I know I've said some things that to me I thought were right. But at the end of the day, it could have been without. I could have just sucked it up and let it go. But I didn't because I felt like I should have said that. And I just want to ask for your forgiveness for what I said. I'm sorry. If it caused any type of harm, hurt, anger cause you to hate me i'm i'm sorry please forgive me and then when it's done it's done you walk away you can't expect them to forgive you we're all different even if you're raised in the same household the same roof we're all different minds we all have a different mind we all think a different way we all receive things a different way it may take a long time for them to forgive but that's okay because you know what you did your part. Now the ball's in their court. And now they got to figure out how they want to deal with that ball. They want to throw it. They want to pop it. Or do they want to carry it? It's, it's up to them. The ball's in their court now. But now it's no longer in yours. And you can move forward with your life. And again, you can't expect them to forgive you. You may not have a situation like mine where I go and I ask for forgiveness and he asks for forgiveness too. You know... That scenario may or may not happen. But when it does happen, there's something so special, that, especially that's gained. Whether or not your guys' relationship grows or it doesn't or remains mutual. The fact is, is that something was acknowledged in between both of you guys. You guys both agree that both are not perfect. You both agree that you have done or said something that was not right towards the other. And you guys both agree to move past this. And that's happened more than once for me, but not as bad. Um, like, because of the forgiveness, I know how to forgive someone. Because that has happened to me, too, with a, a friend of mine. Now, we definitely moved forward. Again, we were never the same. 
but we sure didn't know how to drop that. We knew how to move forward. We knew how to, you know, be really cool and mutual and have fun with each other. But we, it never ever, like honestly, I feel like when someone wrongs you, it's kind of hard to go back to what it used to be. Because now it's out in the open. But it depends on the value of that relationship. You know what I mean? If this is really a friendship and the person who wronged you realized that they wronged you, um, and they're trying or they at least attempt to make it better, come on, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Forgive them. If that person can really acknowledge that they've wronged you and they come to you and ask for your forgiveness, why would you hold it over them? Why do you, Why would you <laughs> add two more cents to their, they're asking you forgiveness, right? Okay, so we're flipping the script right now. We're talking about someone asking you for forgiveness. And you in your mind, because, you know, we all get like this. I'm like, oh, it's about dang time you're going to ask for forgiveness. I Who are you to feel that you deserve anything? Who are you? Whatever you create, then you'll deserve what is supposed to come. But when it comes to another person, who are you to feel that you deserve any of their attention? Who are you? I don't care if you're blood. I don't care if you're friends. I don't care if you're a lover. Who are you to feel that you deserve that? I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. You can't live a life feeling like you deserve this. You deserve that. Live a life of just going with the flow and appreciating everything that comes. Because if you feel like you deserve, I deserve better. Um, Get with the program, honey. We all deserve better. But that don't mean we're going to get it. And how do you know what better looks like if you don't appreciate what you got now? Well, it ain't what I deserve. Well, okay. Well, that's your business. But it came for a reason, right? So you might have deserved it right then and there because you don't know how to preach something better. Just saying. But when someone asks you for forgiveness, get off your damn high horse. Don't expect them to apologize the way you expect them to apologize. It doesn't work that way. Let it go. But again, you are the author of your book. So you determine how it's going to be written. You determine what the outcome is. Whether you give it or not, whether you give them that forgiveness, it's up to you. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner things will come a, become a little bit more easier. Because you've let go of that expectation that everything has a certain type of face. You'll let go of the fact that an apology sounds like this. Hey, Will, I'm sorry. Or, Will, yo, you know, you know, you remember that, that whole situation that happened? Well, I just got to say, you know, um, forgive me or what? Uh, was that an apology? <laughs> now, if you're going to come half-ass like that, let me just say, don't even do it. <laughs> I'm just saying for both both, both parties, if you're not going to be wholeheartedly meaningful and not expecting something in return when you're asking for forgiveness, don't waste your breath. Don't even ask for it. Until you really come to terms in your life that you know that you are wrong for what you said or did towards that person. Doesn't matter what degree, it was still done. If you feel... That you 
did something wrong towards somebody, then go ask for forgiveness. Say sorry. You don't know what they're going through. They don't know what you're going through. The fact is, do you know how much power that can give somebody? Or it can give you? And don't take power for a negative. Take it as something that's great, something grand, something powerful that you're going to receive. But don't, respect, don't expect that you're going to receive it. Just do it without expecting anything. Just go and just because you realize you took an self-examination, you took a moment to reflect on a situation that happened and how it went down. And you just say, you know what? Either thank you, sorry, forgive me, but resolve the situation. It's not worth caring because I know you guys have known, you guys probably know somebody out there that carries everything that's done to them. Carries the weight of the world. They just look like they're carrying so much on them. And you wonder what that is. And for some, they're holding all the wrongs that are done to them. They're holding all the hate that was built up. There's a, there is a, uh, there's a point in their life where tragedy hit hard. And they don't know how to cope. They don't know how to move forward. And there's so much stuff that's happened in their life that's created such an ugliness and it's caused them to be blinded from the root of all this madness. And it's madness. And sometimes when they come under the influence, whether it's drugs or alcohol, you see those little bits of pieces come out to the light. You see them act out. You see them say things. You see them see things. And sometimes they see the demons of their own history. And they don't know how to react. They don't know how to handle it. There's a lot of people out there carrying the weight of the world on them. And you may never know. So you got to be careful what you say to people. Because you don't know if what you say that you think is right can trigger them to end their life. You just got to be careful. All it takes is one little rock that they step on and they will collapse. So if we just treat each other just a little bit more differently and try to be or work to be understanding and realize we're not the only person in this world, I'm telling you, people, the world will change. And change doesn't start from out. It it starts from within. So let's evolve. But in this life that we go through, we're going to say and do things that we may not find wrong, but it's very important for us to be aware because what comes out of your mouth can be a sword or it could be a band-aid. Whatever comes out your mouth, it could be a sword. Is it going to fight? Is it going to cut deep? Or it could be a band-aid of healing or it could be aloe vera. It could be, a, you know, it could be something that mends. But we have to decide. Because remember, everything that comes out your mouth is not always right. We have to sometimes take a self-examination. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a savior. I'm not a king. I am Will. And I'm here to do what I'm meant to do. And if that is to encourage those around me to look at life in a different light, then that is what I am here to do. It's about what's being given. It's about what's being received. It's about who's listening and who's just hearing. So learn to forgive one another.
I know we've all been through some things. I know. I know. Trust me. I've heard many stories. I've heard many lifetime events of a lot of people. And it sometimes breaks my heart. But we want to move forward. We got to let go. We got to forgive. And forgiving is the beginning of letting go of things being wrongly done to you. I mean, when I hear some of the stories about some people who've come from certain situations in their life, and I'm just like, and you forgive them? It's like, I have to, I have to move on. Life goes on. And that's the thing that we have to realize sometimes. Life moves on. Like, do I still, do I want to relive this every time? And healing is different for a lot of people. Some people can heal in a week. Some people may heal in years. It's up to that person. But it's different for all of us. And we all heal differently. You know? And, and forgiveness, I feel like, is like a start. You recognize, you know, either you ask for forgiveness because you recognize something that you did to someone that hurt them. Or you forgive someone because they did something wrong towards you. Am I going to let this person take control over my life every time I come into contact with them? Or... Am I going to let this person ruin a good song or ruin this experience at this special place that I love to death? Am I going to let that person take that away from me? Take all my joy and my peace? No, I refuse. Forgive them. Forgive them. What if you, what if that same restaurant that you had a bad experience with and you hate that place because you give that person that power? What if you forgave them, right? And the one and only person that you've been waiting for your whole entire life that would make a huge difference in your life and possibly could be your partner for life. Sitting there one day that you choose to go there. But because you had such resentment towards a person and you gave them power over your happiness, they have power over you meeting another person to give you and offer you so much more than what they gave you. But you chose to hold on to that anger you chose to hold on to the heartbreak chose to hold on to all of that forgive them and move forward well i think i've said enough about forgiveness and if you guys have anything to add to that or have any comments in soundcloud you can actually leave me comments if you do go to soundcloud and find this and listen to this you can leave me comments. I actually will read anything that you put, um, whether it's positive or negative, you know. I take everything as it is. So God bless, and I hope everybody's doing all right out there. And keep your head up. Motivate yourself to create something, to do something, and self-reflect. And look forward to next week about reflection. Yeah. Um, have a wonderful rest of your week this week and uh, stay motivated, guys. Bye. And that completes today's Momo episode on Nachos Cafe. Thank you so much for listening and see you next Monday for the next Momo episode. And remember, practice does not make perfect. It makes greatness.